0: This is Fariba Sahel.
1: This is Daniel Amato. Welcome Welcome to to the the Study Room Podcast.
0: Thank you for joining us for Episode 3 of Season 3 of the Study Room Podcast. This episode will focus on what makes a successful and well-connected student during their studies. First up, we have Dr. Sarah List, who has been working at UNSA for many years and has lots of experience coordinating courses for both internal and external students. So if you are an external student and studying online in any way, shape or form, have a listen and take note of what will help you connect with course content.
2: So my background is in microbiology. My PhD was in infectious disease and I started working at the uni about 18 years ago, I think. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been a fair while and there's been a lot of changes in that time. So we've always had students studying remotely, but the way that students study remotely is incredibly different now. Uh, but it's something we've always had to be thinking about and you know, thinking about the next step in terms of how to give a kind of experience that doesn't feel remote, doesn't mm-hmm. feel disconnected.
0: One question I have for you is: over the years, what changes have you seen in terms of how UniSA delivers course content, particularly to external students who might be studying fully or partly online?
2: Because we've always had our external students, we've always been very focused on how to give them a good experience. But I mean, when I first started, it was very much, here's a list of readings, and there's a textbook, and you can go off and do that all yourselves. Mm-hmm. And then it became, we sent them out a CD of all of the lectures. So they'd have actual delivery from us. And now we've got obviously full working websites and interactive content. And, you know, ours is quite tailored for our students so that we offer them more than what they need and they can pick and choose what it is that they would like to use because there'll be some students that really like lectures. There'll be other students that really just prefer to, you know, look at the books, etc. And it's just about providing opportunities for students to make those decisions about what they prefer.
1: Uh, how do you define student engagement as?
2: Well, that's a good one. I think that student engagement is something that probably wasn't really talked about as much when I first started, but I've always been really interested in it because I wouldn't have classed myself as a go-getter student. And I know that the thing that made a difference to me was were lecturers or teachers that were excited about what they were teaching that you know wanted to really connect you in to the meaning of what you were doing so it wasn't just like you just need to know this and go off and learn it it was this is where it fits into what you're trying to achieve with your career or this is how it's going to be useful to you so it's not um it's not just kind of saying just accept what I'm saying and off you go and do it it's you know how do you understand this you know where are your difficulties what are your challenges um and you know really understanding that students come from many different backgrounds whether that's um cultural you know english speaking different age groups so our students are anywhere from 17 to 70 so there's people with technical difficulties you know technical proficiencies and so it's about thinking about your student cohort as being a diverse organism and not just catering for one person Mm -hmm. in the middle so yeah i think that that's something that i've always been quite aware of because i've known that there have been teachers where you've just they just you switch off because you know that they're not really talking to you they're just talking to everyone and it's you know you take it or leave it whereas there are others that will you know they take that extra moment just to check with you to see how you're going and and you know what it is that you need in order to be able to understand something well
0: Mm -hmm, for sure um so as a lecturer what is your expectations from students how should they communicate and connect with staff and peers? Um, I think that one thing that is universal for all students these days
2: that I think you need to think of a teacher as like a PT, like a trainer. So we're here to help you to achieve your goals. But if there's no kind of forwards and backwards with you, there's no effort from you, then it's very difficult for us to do our job. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that the expectations for a lecturer in in different courses will be different according to whatever the course is. And I think that students need to be prepared that it's not going to be exactly the same in every course. You're not going to have a lecturer. You'll have some lecturers that are very shut down, you know, closed off. You'll have other lecturers that are really keen to get to know you and get to, you know, see you do well. And and you're going to have that range of of academics. And it's really about coming to a place where you're comfortable that um, you feel like you can be put in front of some learning and you can find a way that makes it work for you to part, regardless of the person who's in front of you trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the expectations that is difficult for students to recognise because they think that they're coming to learn, you're here to deliver, and it's really um, unless a student is kind of willing to kind of stretch with you, like, like you're like a piece of elastic and you're in these two different points and if you're not kind of playing off against one another, mm-hmm. that a student will never feel really connected to what they're doing and they'll never feel really like the teacher is helping them because they're not putting in as much as what the, the teacher is trying to put in.
0: Some great points mentioned by Dr. Sarah List. Now let's hear from Dr. Ron Hernick who has worked in creative industry, particularly in journalism for quite some time, and he's about to retire. But he has got some great insight that will help you connect as a student and be able to engage in your learning experiences.
1: Ron, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, welcome, ben. I've known you for a long time and yes. <laughs> helped me with a, a, a lot through the journey in journalism. That's cool. First of all, I just want to ask, uh, as a lecturer and a tutor, what is your expectation from students and how they communicate and connect with staff and peers? They should communicate with each other respectfully, and knowing that they're in uh, a learning process and that they should be... Like in processes of discussion, they should be respectful with each other at the same time as they can disagree with each other. um, They're responsible for their own learning Um, and so they can drive that however they want to. Students need to take responsibility for initiatives uh, wherever they can. I know this is a very broad question, but what does a really successful student to you look like on campus and external? I guess uh, people are actually... Feeling their own strength and going out and doing things on campus and off campus to practice uh, what their professional life is going to be in the future—that's a success. And so there are other skills that are involved, uh, particularly you know gaining confidence in yourself and uh, interactions with other people. And you need those kinds of skills. But the work that you're doing is about participating and we can encourage you and say, yeah, go for it. That's really important.
0: The take-home messages from Dr. Sarah List and Dr. Ron Hernick are, as students, it is our responsibility to take the first step. And if there is anything that we don't understand or want to know more about, is to ask questions. As we know, there's so many students and tutors can't get the time to chase every student to see how they're going. So if you want to stand out and make the most out of your university journey, it is important to engage and connect with the course material and build a 2 way communication between the tutors and the staff. So, if you want to stand out and do the best in your studies, there are a number of services to develop your skills. These include the Study Help site, Study Help pals, Studiosity, and Past Sessions. Find out more about these services in the links below. Stay tuned for episode four. It is all about developing yourself professionally and how to prepare for the first job straight after uni. We have some amazing guests with fantastic tips to share. Thanks for listening, and we hope you join us in the next episode.